coming up. What an excellent day for The History of the Devil. Part 10. Another episode of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we normally examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist Minute by Terrifying Minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Diaz. And we are still your holy guides on this journey through, oops, all bonus episodes as we continue our descent into hell with Dante Alighieri and Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. One, one of even... these days they'll invent last names. Yes, yeah. right? It's <laughs> like a, a, a little bit too late for, or, or a little bit too early, I guess, for, <laughs> for, for our buddy Virgil. Virgil, 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 Virgilson. Yeah. Right. Virgil Virgilson is my father. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you'll remember, last time we joined our boys, we met the monster Garion, uh, who took us down into Circle 8 the circle of fraud. And if cantos and circles and subcircles weren't enough, it was here that we were introduced to the Malebolges, or the Evil Pockets. Evil Pockets. Evil Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the what's the, 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 the full thing? It's like, what are you going to pick? <laughs> Evil Pockets. <laughs> you don't get a choice because <laughs> you're condemned to hell. <laughs> oh, cheese and broccoli. Oh, yep. no. Cheese and broccoli. And it always burns your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it you you can never get it fully into your it's oh it's always drips down your chin and burns you there you get a third degree burn right you know like just all the way down your yeah. chin and your cheek and everything <laughs> it burns you and it's cold inside still like little, <laughs> little surprising bits of ice in it <laughs> <laughs> and lucifer is frozen in the center <laughs> chewing on judas iscariot while you're chewing on this evil pocket that's I love right. it. Yeah. We got evil pockets. We got monster energy drink. I mean, gosh. <laughs> it was perfect. All right. Um, evil pockets. Uh, so so basically, right, Malebolges um, mm-hmm. are these little pits or valleys wherein certain types of sinners, uh, certain types of fraudsters, let's say, reside. Um, we encountered human traffickers, flatterers, deceivers, but mm-hmm. thankfully no retrievers. They wouldn't be down here for sure. No, definitely no. not. We learned about a local hell delicacy called Pope and Hole, just at fire. Uh, Dante got tuckered out, and so Virgil carried him bridal style out of our episode. And that's about where we left off, so let's pick Dante back up and stroll back into hell, beginning with Canto 20. Okay, so let's look at this canto. So it begins, again, with Dante preparing us for what he is about to describe, saying that he cannot credit it himself. What he sees is people walking slowly, almost solemnly, around the ring of this Malebolge, almost as if in prayer. But we realize that they are walking so slowly, not out of reverence, but because they cannot, in fact, see where they are going. Indeed, it is because their heads have been turned... All the way around. All the way around, yes. These guys are forced to walk backwards with their heads turned around. Very thematic for this show. Um, And here... Dante talks about how much this sight affected him, how filled with horror and pity he is at the sight of these poor souls. And once again, Virgil chastises him for his pity, calling him witless and foolish. Um, 
He doesn't even know what sin these folks have committed yet. Right. And he says that his pity is actually very inappropriate, seeing as how this is yet another perfect contrapasso devised by God. Punishment has already been carried out. These people are getting exactly what they deserve. And we come to find that these are sorcerers and magicians, the uh, astrologers and the fortune tellers, right? And here, Dante is specifically calling out people who claim to be able to tell the future for a price. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting reading this with a 21st century mind and differentiating that between uh, perhaps those who practice such things as part of their uh, religion versus those who try to like capitalize on people's grief or greed or vulnerability, right? Those those flim-flam men and women uh, of the spiritualist movement that we talked about before, right? Those mm -hmm. fake mediums with their um, culturally appropriated costumes and such, right? Um, I don't know. Like, if, like Professor Marvel? Exactly like <laughs> Professor <laughs> Professor Marvel, right? Um, What's that turban about, Professor Marvel? What, is, you don't, what are you wearing that for? <laughs> Then you have some kind of like spiritual connection with 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 something. Sheesh. You're from right. Kansas. You're there's from no, Kansas. There's no spirit. There's a god in Kansas. <laughs> I've been to Kansas. There's nothing. No, I'm joking. I, I like Kansas when I was yeah, there. Yeah, no, it's, it's very very nice. Right? <laughs> Great barbecue. When yes, I was in Kansas. Excellent, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the barbecue didn't help me tell the future. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So these these are. Um, Fortune tellers, like, um, like false religious people, I, I suppose, right? So I guess yeah. it's like it's it is like a uh, a false. I don't know how to say it. Like, like, like it's weird that we have a an individual like like Melabolger for them, mm -hmm. as opposed to like heretics or hypocrites or any of those. Like, but right. this is specifically about magicians. So, right? What, yeah. What do you make of that? Like, why? Like, I know that's that's the whole the whole circle is about that. But right, I don't know if Dante is making a distinction between mm -hmm. like people who practice magic like legitimately and people who practice magic like to to uh to to shill people to fleece people you know uh -huh. or not practice people who pretend to practice you know like people pretend to have magic right like I see. simon magus is is like a big thing here that uh, like in this circle he's he's uh talking about um you know like him being a fraud him being like a fake a phony right mm -hmm. um claiming to be uh you know the second coming of jesus or right. you know uh trying to buy uh the power of the holy spirit from the apostles right and so that's kind of the the vibe that i get here um um i you know i like thinking about it right now i like he I don't think he was differentiating. I think like he would have seen all practitioners of magic as the same. Right. Okay. So he's not like us where we're trying to be like, oh, let's be respectful. Like there's no, right. none of that here. Yeah. No, no, no. I think, I think he's putting them all in, in one mm -hmm. evil pocket. Um, <laughs> but like we today can look at this as the con artists and the fraudsters and like, like who charge money for their services. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, same as like a uh, corrupt church officials, right. Charging for church services. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Do you ever hear about, you know, these like, um, Doomsday cults, like you know, Christianity is um, is apocalyptic by its nature, right? right? Like, yes. like mm -hmm. it is. It is about uh, the Messiah is going to come soon. So, like Judaism has that. You know, obviously, like mm -hmm. it's always like soon, right? And uh, right. and Christianity is like Jesus will return soon. And I think mm -hmm. there's some of that in Islam, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think there is. I think that's one of the 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 things that ties all the Abrahamic religions together yeah, is yeah, yeah. the the coming of the Messiah, the Mashiach, the you know, uh, the the chosen one who's going to bring about uh the end times. Yeah. Right. Um, uh but you know, then there are these these sects that get really specific and they're like, oh mm -hmm. it soon means, you know, two years from now on, yes. on Tuesday. Yeah. And then you've you've um especially since the age of like, you know, being able to record them or see them on the news, it's really kind of sad. I mean mm -hmm. like some of the obviously some of them are 
are terrible and they make people kill themselves and that right. kind of thing. But just sort of the, the they just seem, some of them are just like, oh, they seem like really nice people. They get together in their backyard and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, tomorrow. And then, um, and then it doesn't happen. And it, it, I don't know, like, it's easy to make fun of those people, but I, I feel oftentimes like, oh, geez, that's, that must be crushing to have that <laughs> right. happen to you. Yeah. You wonder what's going to happen. Like, like, yeah, like, like, oh, uh, what? Yeah, what's what, what happens to those people the day after the apocalypse? When yeah. the apocalypse doesn't show, is it is it like a great pumpkin situation? Oh, with, that's uh, sad. With Linus, <laughs> right? They're all Linuses, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if they if they would be put here. I guess Dante would put a lot of people in there, so Dante would put them in here. But yeah. <laughs> well, then I mean, then I mean, Keenan, we can also kind of differentiate be- between the people who were kind of like swept up in the belief they were like mm-hmm. conned into this uh, mm-hmm. this idea that you know the the apocalypse is coming like now, like tomorrow versus right. the, the leaders who eh, probably know better, probably like orchestrated this whole thing, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That might be true. Yeah. And there is a, do you have um rapture insurance for your pets? See, that's, that's another thing that I've always been wondering about. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah so. I was yes anding you. I wasn't. <laughs> oh no, that's Tell a me real about this rapture product. insurance. This is like the internet, internet rule 34, which is like every, you know, if you can imagine that there's porn of it, I'm sure there's uh-huh, like uh-huh. rapture rule number 37. Wait, wait, hang, like, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Before you say anything else, hang on. Dante's Inferno. <laughs> no, let's Rule 34. No, 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 no. There's already some 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 saucy stuff going on in this oh, inferno. Saucy. Yeah, we don't need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, the the rapture rule. If you, if you can imagine some product to take advantage of people's um, belief in the rapture, you, it yeah. exists already. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah. So so what it is is okay. Well, I'm going to get raptured, and all my loved ones are going to get raptured, and that's going to leave behind my pets, right? Oh no. Oh no. So they're I'm already are... invested. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to take care of them? Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> Not during, the bad people. Right. During the apocalyptic civil war between uh-huh. the forces of good and evil that are going to destroy the entire world in, in fire and flood. Yes. Who's going to take care of my pets? <laughs> <laughs> and so luckily, there are there are some atheists and, and people like that who will uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you can pay them uh, with this rapture insurance because they're not going to get raptured. And so they will come over after you are gone with your family and they'll take care of your dog and your cat for you. Do these people... Mm-hmm. who believe that they are going to be collected in the mm-hmm. rapture. Right. Not think that their pets are going to come along with them immediately? I think that that is not scriptural, that your pets are going to come with you. I'm sorry, not you know, dogs and cats do not go to heaven, no matter what Dom DeLuise tells you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think if, if dogs and cats are in heaven, it is like that way where, you know, I get to go to heaven and my dog and my cat are there because they make me happy, but not, yeah. but, the, but your dog and your cat are still down in the, in the dirt somewhere Aww. as well, right? Like they don't get to experience their own heaven. You, they get to, you get to have them. Is this making sense? You get to have the them. The opinions in... of Keenan Diaz do not necessarily <laughs> reflect the opinions of the exorcist men. All right. my dogs are going to be up in heaven with me. <laughs> But is this me and my devil costume? We talked about how, like, I could have my personal devil. Like, yeah, my personal heaven is in my grandma's there, and in my Uh grandmother's personal heaven, you know, like, I might not be there because you know, for whatever reasons, right? So, like, yeah, my dog and my cat will be there in heaven, but like, Mm -hmm. they don't get to have their own heaven. See, I okay, you went one way with this thing. Um, (laughs) No, 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 and um, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna reveal it on the air right now. But like, I was I was actually working on something. I I really liked this idea. Nobody steal this. This is out right now. This is me putting my stamp on it right here. But I had this idea of this like story about like being told that there was a a doggy heaven. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. there's gonna be a doggy heaven. He's gonna be in doggy heaven, and then you find out that doggy heaven is empty. 
Oh, no. And doggy heaven is empty because dogs don't want to be in doggy heaven. They want to go and rejoin um, their uh, their best friends uh, in regular heaven. Aww. So doggy heaven is there, but... Mm. Uh, no doggies ever go to it because they're like they're they're given the choice. They're like, well, you know, I'd rather I'd rather be with uh, with my best friend. So then mm. they go into regular heaven. That's sweet. Yeah. What a sweet lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose I would be down here in the in the fraudsters uh, section. <laughs> no, little... no, no. I think you have to really believe it, right? That's the difference yeah. here is that these fraudsters and this bullshit don't don't really believe it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they're they're. Uh... Oh no, that's the that's the previous one where they're all like swimming in shit, right? Because they're because <laughs> their words are shit. Yeah? Right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, these ones can tell the future. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, you get to pay atheists to look at your dogs and your cats and. Like in that, in that, in, in, in this, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Uh-huh. So you know that they don't believe in the rapture because if they did, they would not be, be a, atheists, be, right? Yeah, they would right, be, right. Right. So like you're, you're signing over your dogs and your cats to these people who don't believe that you are going to get raptured. So you know that they are in their minds taking advantage of you, but you don't believe <sighs> that, that they're taking advantage of you because you believe in the rapture. That's, so they're providing this service for you. <laughs> if you can conceive of a perfect <laughs> insurance plan, then it must exist because perfection includes or existence yes. includes whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Exactly. I'm fine with this. My, my my dog's up here with me, so I'm fine. Okay, great. Yeah. What okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so so that's the uh that is the uh the circle with everybody's head twisted around um mm-hmm. for uh claiming to tell the future now they have to walk um uh, uh and be unable to to see anything in front of them at all and they have uh, tears streaming down their faces right because they're they're all like so cursed and they're sad that they've done this so yes yeah so, so their this heads is... are around and they're walking backwards and they can't see anything with their eyes full of tears exactly yeah um now also something uh, that uh, that that might be important here, right? Dante would see the telling of the future as blasphemous anyway, right? Like even if even if you had somebody who like claimed and was was telling the truth that they could tell the future mm-hmm. because you're essentially breaking God's game, right? It's like using game genie, right? So so it's <laughs> same with like, you know, using charms to kill people or control them or make them fall in love, right? All of these things are like you're 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 hacking the game, right? right? So yeah, so so that would be so. I guess yeah, like to Dante, even people, um, you know, like with with actual magic, um, would be would be down here as well. Uh huh. Right. Right. Um. But yeah. Okay. Another thing to note here. Uh, this is the only circle out of all the circles in hell in which none of the damned interact with Dante. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Dr. Frederick Putnam, um, he points out the irony that these are the people who told the future and spoke words of prophecy for a price, and yet none of them even acknowledge Dante. Dante has had friends and rivals in other circles speak prophecy to him, and yet there are no... Uh, and yet here, the souls are mute. Mm-hmm. So I find that really interesting. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we leave, uh, what <laughs> yes. about... Uh fortune cookies do you think i mean like like is there is it all is there a sliding scale here or is there <laughs> i don't even think dante was thinking about fortune cookies but now you now you put it in if, if time is um is is all happening at once right now he is so yeah so what is what is he doing with with people in fortune uh, uh who who make the fortune who okay who is the guilty party the people who open the fortune cookies the people who make them the people who write the fortunes surely right. surely keenan not the people who bake the delicious cookie <laughs> no, no 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 they're they're not down here <laughs> but who writes the fortune right, right okay right. so who writes the for- so what what's what's going to happen to them what's 
Yeah, but I mean, like, there must be, or is there not a carve out for like, oh, that's benign and fine, right? Like, there's all sorts of little things like that all the time. Like, oh, mm. if you, if if the fish you cut open, if the if the organs are on one side of the knife or the other one, that's good fortune or bad fortune. Like, right, like that that, that that's not hell bounding you, is it? Somebody somebody like steps on a crack and they right. and they feel bad about it. Are they down here too? <laughs> Yeah. My mother's back didn't break, but now I am punished for all eternity with my head turned all the way around. But I believed it. Yeah. <laughs> right. You break a mirror and um, you go to the eighth circle of hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's what happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah, that's a good I, question. When I was in uh, school once, we had to, uh, I don't know, we had some like, free project we did an origami sort of thing we meant origami fish uh-huh. and i turned mine into a fortune fish oh. and i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna really do this I'm really really tell people's futures so mm. um my teacher pulled one out and she and she pulled it as like, you will get sick soon oh no <laughs> she was like oh no they're supposed to be nice i'm like well that's not realistic to <laughs> everybody gets a nice fortune yeah <laughs> that's not how it's gonna happen but uh but keenan keenan mm-hmm. keenan did um did she get sick? I'm sure she eventually between when I was between when I was nine and now. I'm sure she has gotten at least one cold. Okay, well then then <laughs> you are a wizard. I'll hail the fortune fish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, okay. So now we are looking at Canto Twenty One, Dante and I almost said Donjel. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> because they're you know they're such a oh couple. it's their couple name. I yeah. see Donjel. <laughs> Or 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 or, or verte, yeah. Donjel, Donjel or verte, yeah. Verte sounds very very noble. That's like you know, it's like oh yes, the poet verte, right? Yes. yes. Donjel sounds like an attachment for your phone. <laughs> it's also very necessary. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. useful. Yeah, useful but silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> okay. So, so Donjel, um, they cross the bridge into the fifth Malabolgia, um of the eighth circle. <laughs> Man, just keeping track of all these numbers. Um, I'm I'm realizing now. I've I've made this joke mm-hmm. every single time. Like, boy, this is my hell, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's all these very circles and cantos. Yeah, to try to explain. Yeah. Um, so we go. Uh, uh, we got we got Canto twenty one. So okay, so right now we got Canto twenty one, Circle eight, Malibolje five. Mm-hmm. Okay, part one um, of the Divine Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um. Okay. But as they are crossing the bridge, Dante can now see down into the Malibolje, and he sees that it is filled with boiling tar or pitch. Well, I'm gonna say pitch. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna um uh, uh piggyback on your pitch bid. Um. <laughs> And uh, and yeah, say that right because because pitchforks we need you know that's a, yeah pitch this forks. is hell yeah pitch is sulfur we need yep. pitchforks and we're gonna yeah. see pitchforks so yeah um and so yeah so Dante sort of sort of stops to look at it and he's mesmerized right I imagine like you know he's looking at a lava lamp or something like that right <laughs> um until he Except the whole room's a lava lamp the whole place is a lava lamp yeah. <laughs> love it um until he hears the usually soft-spoken Virgil shouting at him to watch out. Mm-hmm. And we realize that there are devils all up in this Malibolja, <laughs> flying this way and that, being loud, making jokes, attacking sinners, essentially just having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Andrew Moran likens these devils to Halloween devils or devils from medieval comedy. Uh-huh. They are they are different from the ones we have seen so far. If we go way back, all the way back to our first History of the Devil episode, remember we talked about... um. The difference between the images we have when we say Lucifer, 
Satan, and the devil, right? These are the, the devils, <laughs> right? They are, they are prancing and capering and cavorting and... What's the evil version of frolicking? Well, I do like cavorting, uh, yeah. but uh, not canoodling, right? Because that no. implies like, so right. I'll say a uh, little Nas Xing. Little Nas Xing. Yeah. Have you, what? Do, do you no. know little Nas X? No. What is that? <laughs> oh, geez. Well, you do a quick Google image of little Nas X in hell. Okay. How do I, how do I spell this? Little <laughs> Lil, like rapper. Okay. Lil. Lil. N-A-S-X. <laughs> N-A-S. Little Nas X. In hell. Oh, in hell. I oh, have yeah, to do. yeah, 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 yeah. You'll see. <laughs> what <Okay>. the? <laughs> it's a video? It's a music video. It's one of the great music videos, yeah. Where okay. he, he <laughs> rides a stripper pole down to hell. <laughs> okay, hang on. Okay. I'm watching this thing. This is, hell looks really nice. Okay. Hell looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. He makes it look like a fun, this cavorting. Is, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he, he rides as you pull down there and meets the devil. Uh-huh. Has, has, has um, uh, I don't know what adjective to use. Yeah. Except for Lil Nas X-y sex with the devil. Yeah. And then, I'm looking at his makeup. Is, wow. Breaks the devil's neck and takes over as, as the king of hell. <laughs> oh, he becomes the, oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen that. That's right. worthy of a whole history of the devil itself. <laughs> That'll be our final history of the devil. <laughs> yeah. Lil Nas X's Montero, open parentheses, call him by your name, close parentheses. Yeah. History of the devil, 98. <laughs> Once we get done with the Salem Witch Trials, Paradise Lost, the Satanic Panic, Church of Satan, Satanic Temple, yeah, all right. that stuff. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so that's okay. These 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 are, um, these are these these guys are, are uh, Lil Nas X'ing. <laughs> All over the place, right. right? Yeah, but yeah. So, so this is the band of demons mm-hmm. that uh, like joined the fiddle contest, right? right. That's that's yeah. that's who these are, right? Mm-hmm. They are noticeably different from those prideful, disdainful fallen angels in the city of Dis, right? Mm-hmm. Who who wouldn't let our heroes through the gates, right? Um, and they might be the first inhabitants of hell who seem to be having fun. <laughs> Right. Like this is such a crazy, weird shift from like the heavier cantos. You know, we go from like a suicide forest to a pit of human traffickers to the monster mash. (laughs) Yeah, that's my idea of of hell. That'd be great. Yeah. If we could have. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Little little side note, uh, Keenan, somebody somebody mentioned this to me. Oh, yeah. We've never actually heard the song or dance the monster mash. Right, because the song is about is about the mon- that, that other people yes. were doing the monster mash and singing the monster mash. Right? I wish I didn't know that, because now I'm just like, what is the monster mash? <laughs> you have to be a monster to know it, right? Uh, they did that mash. It was the monster mash, right? So we what don't know what is it is. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. Oh God! <laughs> Something I never thought I needed to know. <laughs> but all right. we get, yeah, folks, now your life is ruined too because. Just know, all we ever get is a song about the song that they're singing. <laughs> right. Like in the old, um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of uh, songs from that era, right, that are like teaching you how to do the dance. Like the twist is a, is a song about. Right. And they tell you mm-hmm. what the twist is. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And they tell you what the locomotive, locomotion is. Right. But yeah. they don't tell you what the monster mash is. No. <laughs> right. Or the name game or, you know. Right. Like right exactly. And then you do, you do, <laughs> you the, do name the name game, game in the name game. Right. And then you can go and do the name game on your own. Right. And you can do the, the locomotion on your own. But you can never do the monster mash. <laughs> no, because you're not a monster. You're not Dracula and his son. No. You did that no. mash. 
Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, okay, that's what these demons are doing and they're having a great time, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we come to find that these devils are called the Malebranche, mm. right? The evil claws. Very convenient because they live in one of the, the evil pockets, right? <laughs> um, and Virgil and Dante, or Virgil tells Dante to hide mm-hmm. and he's like, let me handle this. I've dealt with them before. Right. Get right? thee behind me, woman. This is yeah. my, yeah, I, right. I got this, yeah. Get thee behind me, not Satan, because I'm dealing with those right now. Right? But yeah. And so so these guys, right? And I imagine they all just like, oh, yeah. that's that's how they sound, right? right? Um they're not they're not like those those uh, fallen angels in discs. They're like, oh no, you can't enter here. But they're, I they're, wanna. Yeah. No, 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 you you must turn away. We're too full today. Right. No, these guys are like right. And they finally see Virgil, and they run at him with their pitchforks. Yeah, right? there you go. That's why it's pitch down there. That's not why tar. it's pitch, right? They're not tar um, forks. Nope, nope. Uh, now, so far, it's been you know you you can't go here, you can't be here, mm-hmm. go back the way you came. It's against the rules, right? Yeah. But these guys are like, oh, goody, fresh meat. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's been like this guy's alive. Why are you down yeah. here? We're down like, ah, this guy's alive. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Ooh, they are so excited, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, um, but I, actually, I don't I don't know if they see Dante or not yet. No, 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 no. But, yeah. but they, they would love that he's alive. Yeah. Like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so Virgil commands them to halt and demands to speak with one of them, right? And so their leader, Malekoda, right? Again, all, all this male, right? Um, mm-hmm. evil, right? So this is evil tale, right? Uh-huh. Like the end of a book, right? A coda, right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is Malekoda. This is like uh the the end of um uh the fifth book of Harry Potter and it just says in the next book Snape kills Dumbledore <laughs> Snape's a half-blood prince uh, yep. Harry Potter and the half-blood prince yeah Coda yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh this was a Molly Coda ew yeah <clears throat> Um, but yeah, so, so, uh, Virgil, com- uh, yeah, he talks to Malakota. Um, and, and so, yeah, so Malakota steps forth and he's being all threatening and ominous. Right. Mm-hmm. But Virgil points out, he says, if I've come this far into hell, like, do you think I'd do it without any help? He mm-hmm. essentially repeats, you know, that his journey was ordained by God and, and Malakota is subdued, but then he calls out to Dante, like, you know, like Malakota does, right. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know you're hiding over there. You can come out. Right. Mm-hmm. Dante is not good at hiding um he's he's crouched down behind a rock but he's like way bigger than the rock right like so so he's clearly visible right um but but keenan he's got his hands over his eyes right? no actually okay wait, actually, he, he, he he he's right next to uh to, to virgil but he, he put a lampshade on his head and at first like like the demons are like i don't remember buying a lamp hey fellas did we buy a lamp right they reach out the you know and, and pull the chain and dante says click like, hey, fellas, this lamp is broken. <laughs> Why can we never get a good lamp down here in hell? No. Oh. <laughs> That's our contrafaso. <laughs> <laughs> we got it at such a good price, but it doesn't work. <laughs> what price? We stole it. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so so Dante is discovered, right? right. Um, and he leaves his hiding place or takes off his lampshade. Um <laughs> And he goes over to Virgil, and uh, as he does, these demons start messing with him. They mm. sort of like pretend like they're gonna poke him, right. and and they're like, "Should we poke him? Yeah, let's poke him in the butt." <laughs> they're really they're they're like poke him in his rump, right? Right, right. right. And I'm his, like, his I'm, live rump, his live, <laughs> so so juicy. No, so, um, so alive. Yeah. <laughs> but I imagine actually, there's there's really not much rump on Dante. 
<laughs> he's been exiled, man. Yeah, he's been, <laughs> he's he's been walking a lot, <laughs> right? And that, well, no, actually, no, you know, uh, come to think about it, like he's got that heavy backpack right. with all of those contos, right? <laughs> and if he's doing lunges, right? Yeah, he might he might actually have you know might be a might be might be a lot to uh, a lot to poke. That's hell for everybody else. You just see Dante doing exercises as he walks. He's one of those guys <laughs> can't stop. To, when he's waiting for an elevator, he's doing lunges and stuff. You're like, ah, oh, right. this this fucking guy. <laughs> just doing his stretches. Doing his, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so fit. I hate him. <laughs> Freaking Dante. Um, but yeah. So but uh, so so these these uh, these demons they're about to to, to poke him in his rump. And uh, but Malakota <laughs> reprimands them, mm-hmm. and specifically he. Calls out the demon named. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is. I'm gonna spell it first. It's S C A R M I G L I O N E. So I think that is Scarmiglione. Yeah. Right. Nice. You don't. You don't say the the G. Right. Right. It's like it's like you don't say Pagliacci. You say Pagliacci. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So this is Scarmiglione, mm-hmm. um, who seems to be like the biggest in instigator. Right. Um, and that's fitting because Scarmiglione means troublemaker. Right. So there you go. So I meet one group of devils, and he and then Virgil's like, "I want to speak to your manager." And then Malakota uh-huh. comes out, and yeah. then they get into real thing. And then Malakota's like, "Well, I'm not really the manager. <laughs> That's Scarmiglione." <laughs> well, no, he calls out Scarmiglione. He's like, "Hey, hey, you just settle down, Scarmiglione, right?" <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wait, so he's happened. picking. Oh, oh, I, I see. So he's picking on this other demon. Yeah. So who is so so Malakota is the manager? But okay, here's the thing, and, and <laughs> let me. Yeah, Malakota is the manager. Okay, right? okay, okay. But okay, Keenan, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So he names, he specifically calls out Scarmiglione. He's right. like, hey, settle down. Stop stop causing trouble, Scarmiglione. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to like name later all of these other devils that are here. <laughs> right. And Scarmiglione isn't in there. And we never hear from Scarmiglione again. But this, but this makes me think... <laughs> Wait, this is this is an educational thing I'm trying to say. Right, right. You're right. <laughs> but this makes me think is he just like if we translated this better, is he just turning to all of the devils and mm. saying, "Hey, cut it out, you bunch of knuckleheads." Oh, that's like you Scarmiglione you is 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 all of them? Yeah, like cuz Scarmiglione means troublemaker. But that's a singular unfortunately. Is it? Cuz it be Scarmiglione, <laughs> I think. Okay. <laughs> So it's actually a name. I think so. That's why I, that's why I like it is that he, then he's gonna yeah he's gonna go through this list later and talk about all of them and then just not right. talk about this one. <laughs> like well, that's what made me group. think that he was calling all of them Scarmiglione, right? Oh, maybe. It's like it's like hey, cut it out, you Scarmiglione, right? <laughs> Get me stop being such a Satan. Get behind me, Satan, right? <laughs> you know. I mean, maybe you know. I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah. So oh, okay, that I guess that's up for debate. Like, let's like people people who actually like speak Italian and understand yeah, it. Like, nice. <laughs> like let us know. Like, is Scarmiglione a singular? Like, is it is it a is it a devil or is is Malicota calling all of them Scarmiglione? Well, that's what I thought was one person. Yes. Mm, okay, that's what I'd like it to be. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, but and actually, he just mm. happens to be um, in. Uh, if, if anybody plays Final Fantasy IV, ah. um, he happens to be um, the uh, the fiend of the earth, right? So you have to you have to fight um, four elemental fiends in that one: earth, fire, wind, and water. And uh, when I first played it, I was like, "Oh, Scarmiglione, that's a really weird name for a Final <laughs> Fantasy character." But there you go, folks. Right? We're taking names of devils and stuff like that, and we're putting them into our pop culture. So Dante was the first one to think of Scarmiglione. Um, mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. The inventors of Italian <laughs> were the first to think of Scarmiglione, but Dante was the first to make a devil out of that name, right? Yeah. And then we put it in Final Fantasy. Yeah. But uh, okay, so we're not going to get away from these cantos not matching up with um, with 
bulge or, 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 no. or circles because Final Fantasy IV, uh-huh. what is that, Lester? Oh, jeez. Oh, no, actually, I said the correct term. It is Final Fantasy IV. In, in... In in in, in uh, both it came Japanese out. and English. Well, okay, it came out. Oh God, people are like, I did not sign up for this. I first played Final Fantasy IV as Final Fantasy II. That's right. In the United States. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Let's be honest here. Yes, yes. <laughs> but in reality, your thing calling it Final Fantasy yeah. IV. Actually, it's Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> But in America, it's which which one is? I actually don't yes. know which one it is. It's, it's actually number two. Okay, great. <laughs> but nobody is ever going to say that anymore. Oh, anybody oh, really? who still plays Final Fantasy is going to is going to call it Final Fantasy Four. You know, um, you know, you got you know, got Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. and then you got Super Mario Brothers Two, <laughs> or it's also actually called Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> Because the real Super Mario Brothers 2 was deemed too difficult for American <laughs> video game players. Yeah. What is Doki Doki? I don't Doki know why mean? I'm doing that voice. Oh, yeah. you know why. What does Doki yeah. Doki mean? Um, I think it's the onomatopoeia for your for your heart going like. Oh bum, right, bum, bum, right, right. So it's like excitement, craziness. You know. Yeah. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. Okay. So 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 let's focus on one language in this in this episode. <laughs> We're talking about Scarmiglione right. and whether or not he's an actual character in this. Um, but let's let's just say that he is, and that he we never hear from him again mm-hmm. um, after this after he's called out, right? <laughs> okay. Um, but he's the main instigator, saying that he wants to poke Dante in the butt. Um, <laughs> and Malakota calls him out, and says, "Nah, you settle down. Stop right. being such a Scarmiglione." Um, and but then he turns back to our heroes, mm-hmm. and he explains that. Uh, the bridge that they were going to cross is broken, so they can't go this way. Uh, but if they follow this other path, they'll come to another bridge and that they can use, and lucky them, he's going to have some devils escort them. Right. So he starts calling out all of these names, <laughs> and I got them all here, and okay. I am so excited to share this with you. Okay, so first, we got Alecino, uh, which is a garbled form of Arlecchino, or Harlequin. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Calcabrina, uh, which... Different translations say means grace stomper or frost trampler. Um, or it could be a pun on his nimble feet, right? Again, anybody who understands Italian, please, please, like, write in and, and tell us, like, like what these actually mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got cagnazzo. That's C-A-G-N-A-Z-Z-O. Mm-hmm. Um, which cagna is, like, a female dog. And the, the uh, uh, what's that called? Suffix? Prefix? No, suffix. Yeah, suffix. Yeah. The, yeah. the zo. Uh, the zo is a pejorative, so it's like saying bitch, mm-hmm. right? Um, and actually, he is the fiend of water in Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> oh, right. It looks like a giant turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Final Fantasy II. Um, and then we got Barba... Uh, mm, I'm going to say this. Barbarecia, mm-hmm. um, which means curly beard, and he's going to lead... He's going to be the lead escort. Um, but we still got a whole bunch to go. We got we got a legion to go. Um, <laughs> by the way, yeah, Barbaricia, that's the that's the fiend of the wind in Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> all right, they're all here. And it's, and it's a lady, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them, the, there's four in here that are actually from, uh, or, uh, that uh, that are that used. Dante stole from Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was trying to say, yeah. <clears throat> um, we got... Uh, 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 Libicocho, mm-hmm. I think, possibly meaning Libyan hothead or <laughs> windy. Right. Let's go with windy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got. Windy's got stormy eyes. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got uh, uh, Dragonat, Dra- Dragonazzo, mm-hmm. 
which means nasty sneering dragon. It's got that zo at the end. Yeah, so yeah, dragonyatso. Yeah, we got chiriato, which means piglet. Right, we're back to A. A. Milne, right? Yeah, and this is my favorite. We got grafia grafia cane, which could mean scratching dog. Or dog scratcher. <laughs> now, if you're a scratching dog, that's bad. Mm-hmm. But if you're a dog scratcher, that's good. You give you give dogs little scratches, little ear scratches, little back scratches, tummy scratches, right? Head scratches, right? So this demon's pretty nice, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what he does, right? He, he goes up to Earth, and your dogs are just in the living room, and his leg starts going, and you're like, ah, oh, you get away, Grafiacane. Like, what are you doing, right? And he's like, oh, but your dog is just so cute, right? Yeah. Um, we, got, we got Farfarello. Uh, which is, this translation says means goblin, uh-huh. but goblin is folletto. Um, so farfarello might be the plural for butterflies, farfala, right? Uh-huh. This butterfly. Um, and that seems to go with the rest of these kooky names, right? You're not going to have like harlequin, curly beard, piglet, dog scratcher, and then just say like goblin, right? <laughs> You're going to make it a butterfly. Unless they're like really, really a goblin. <laughs> yeah, just, just like that. It's like, just like a short squat little guy with a big head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, um, and uh, and then we got Rubicante, right? Um, which possibly means red-faced terror. Rubicante, mm-hmm. right? That sounds that sounds like a nice spice, right? Uh, to your noodles or something. And he is the last fiend. He is the fiend of fire. <laughs> Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. Um, so that's eleven, mm-hmm. not counting Malakota, um, who's not, not going with them, and not counting Scarmelione. <laughs> yeah, no, no Scarmelione, right? He because he was. He was the troublemaker. He doesn't get to go with them. Even though, like, all of them wanted to poke Dante's butt. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's acceptable um, trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so, so these guys are, are going with, with our, uh, with our boys, right? I'm excited now. This is going to be fun, right? And Cod is up there. He's like, he's like, Lester, you're not supposed to like the devils. No. <laughs> so what? What would my? What would my? It's like, okay, you have to march with these, uh, these ten, these eleven um, uh, assistant managers. <laughs> I'd be like, no. <laughs> All right, well, I know what your contrapasso would be for liking these de- devils, but we're going to get to that in a second. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, now I am excited. Um, but yeah, Dante isn't. He doesn't think this is going to be fun, right? He does not trust these devils. And it doesn't help that the whole time they're looking at him and they're gnashing their teeth and they're making scary faces. Mm-hmm. He begs to Virgil, uh, he begs Virgil to dismiss them. It's like, we don't, we don't need guides like he trusts Virgil but Virgil's like just relax these guys can do nothing to us and if making scary faces makes them happy just let them do it right mm-hmm. and so off they go that's Canto 21 that is that is absolutely not how Canto 21 ends Lester you're I, forgetting something uh, am I am I forgetting Keenan <laughs> or am I or am I just trying to to uphold <laughs> the scholarly um air of oh god i can't say air either no (laughs) but this is your contrapasso for thinking these demons are so fun you're gonna go with them so you have to be the back of the line (laughs) (laughs) because they start their little colonel bogey march Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and uh, they, they make okay. a. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, so folks, what Keenan, what Keenan is talking about is apparently I, I missed this um, when I was reading, but um, they, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna get ready to march, and they're just like, it's like, are you ready? And they're like, yes. And it's like, blow the trumpet, and they blow a trumpet, um, and it's an ass trumpet. Um, 
<laughs> so apparently, I think it's Barbara Chia. He's the, he's the leader, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 either makes a really loud fart or he blows a horn with his ass. Um, I think it's the first one. I think he makes a really like that's the that's the trumpet sound to begin this march out of Canto Twenty One. <laughs> And that's I, what I, I meant. I prefer that they keep they keep doing it, right? <laughs> that they can't march without the farts. Yes, yes. That's my favorite. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, way at the back is Lester. Oh, okay. That's my contrapasso mm-hmm. is I got to be in the back. I got to be smelling all of this. All yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. In my devil costume. <laughs> Which, uh, which thankfully has like a little, like I, I pull up the, you know, the, the collar, you know, over my nose and mouth. I try to be, yeah. But this is yeah. hell, Lester. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Right. Cause, cause I'm farting as well and it's getting all up in my, in my costume. And so when I, when I put my nose down there, no, no, no. I just, exactly. I just get my own petards posted upon me. Yeah. But yeah, so, so now we're in Canto 22 still in the fifth pouch of the eighth circle. Mm-hmm. And Dante and Virgil are marching along <laughs> with these 10 demons, right? Um, and Dante starts this canto by saying that he has seen some crazy <laughs> shit up on earth in terms of like armies marching and wars being waged. And he has heard, he has heard battle cries and battle drums and mm-hmm. yes, battle trumpets, but never in all of his 45 years. 35 years. 35 <laughs> years has he ever heard of a march beginning with a fart. <laughs> So he has finished the previous canto and you think, okay, now we're marching, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and, and the way he goes on at length in stanzas describing the, the earthly armies marching. And the punchline is he's still hung up on this fart. <laughs> he, he like ends canto 21 and then he opens canto 22. It's like, no, I don't think you understand. He blew a trumpet blast out of his ass. <laughs> What the hell even is this, right? <laughs> yeah, he's down there. I'm still speaking as Dante. Right? right, he's talking at the end of the whole thing to, to Judas and Satan. And there's yeah. <laughs> like a trumpet out of his ass. Right. And you got the three faces of Satan and they're looking at each <laughs> right. other in that way where like you're cornered at a party by someone who's telling like a story that you, you really don't care about, you don't want to hear, right? And you're looking to your friends to see, it's like, is there a way we can get out of this? Right? Right? But it's like, they're all, you know, they've all got their mouths full of like Judas Iscariot and, and Caius Cassius and Brutus, right? right? And they're looking, you know, like the ones whose heads are out, like they're also looking, as like, oh, I don't know. And that's how, that's how Satan gets out of the, the ninth circle. He's like, I have to go somewhere. Your story is really interesting. Really Dante. interesting. Lovely yes. to meet you. Oh, look, if you climb down my, my waist, you can get to Perga. You can get out <laughs> of hell. But yeah. But yeah, so so he's, he's, he goes on about this fart in uh, for, for a long time, right? Um, he cannot credit that their march began with this fart, right? He's like, like, this is hell. Can we at least have an air of solemnity? Well, you know, it's like, yeah, demons are like, sure, yeah, here's an air of solemnity. <laughs> But yeah, so so then he sort of shrugs and he says, eh, in church with saints, with rudders in the tavern. Mm-hmm. Or another translation says, when in church, you're mm-hmm. with the saints. And when in the tavern, you're with the gluttons. <laughs> and so by extension, when in hell, you're with the farting demons, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Or is he is he like shrugging and saying like, like oh, well, when in Rome. <laughs> and Virgil's like, you're not in Rome. <laughs> but Dante doesn't hear because now he's just walking along going, 
<laughs> he doesn't have very good rhythm, I guess. No, no, no. no. He's still practicing. He's a white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's down there and he's just, you know, <laughs> somehow now he has he has the long red, he has my devil costume, right? right? <laughs> long red pajamas with the horns and a tail, right? And he's, he's just in a conga line with the demons, right? Virgil, Virgil's like, where did you get that costume? <laughs> You're supposed to be learning things, right? <laughs> he says, he says, where'd you get that costume? He says, well, we're in hell, so I ordered it on Amazon. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is down here. Yep, yep. I don't know if we're allowed to say if real people are in hell. Yeah. But Jeff Bezos. <laughs> is, is, <laughs> <laughs> Special delivery right down the river. Right? <laughs> He's like, oh, my, my devil costume. Yeah. <laughs> Right. But yeah, so 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 Dante's having fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like and, and and he's like, Oh, lighten up Virgil, you old poop. Right. <laughs> but I think like person okay, like we were we were talking about we were talking about Dante's rump um, <laughs> previously. <laughs> we sure were. <laughs> and we were, you know, we 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 were because we, we were trying to we were trying to, to visualize, right? right? Mm-hmm. Based on based on the paintings and, and the illustrations by Gustave Doré, right? Mm-hmm. You would think he would have like a pretty skinny butt. Um, <laughs> meaning that his farts would kind of sound like, you know. <laughs> just little just little sandbags opening you know or if he really has been like walking this whole time right mm-hmm. you know up and down italy after you know, after being exiled right like maybe maybe he's got like you know like some ham hocks right so maybe maybe like he's he's making like a you know a nice tuba blast right? <laughs> but that's but why warp, you, you warp, can't warp, warp. <laughs> that's why you can blame farts on the dog right because they don't have butt cheeks really so there you go they don't right? make any noise yeah very often <laughs> all right all right <laughs> get out of this this is the grossest trap we've ever fallen into but no, okay so so yeah so they're marching along dante's looking down into the boiling pitch at all the sinners mm-hmm. and he likens them to dolphins mm-hmm. because of how they arch their backs to to get their bodies out of the pitch mm-hmm. right and that's when 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 zeus comes down and he's like hello but then he's like oh a human <laughs> ick and then he leaves <laughs> but yeah, so okay, so 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 these these sinners are are arching their backs, trying to get any any respite at all from the pain of the boiling tar. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they see the demons, they sink back down because they don't want to you know get torn to pieces. So I just imagine like you know they're walking along and it's like a a, a, a whack a mole game, mm-hmm. right? Where where like they come up and they're like oh, and then they they disappear <laughs> back under the tar. But using their backs mostly, that's that's hard to imagine. The whack a mole because the whack a mole is just going to go right down again, you know? Right, right. <laughs> but they have to sort of like twist and be sinewy and yeah. I'm just saying they must have great like abs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See all of this, right? You know, Dante's got some glutes. Right. These guys down here got abs. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. So this is this, this is a, a whack a dolphin game. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, but they're not fast enough mm-hmm. because Graciacane, right? That's dog scratcher. Mm-hmm. Right. He pulls one guy up by his ear. <laughs> And here Dante breaks the narration to say that he he knew the names of all the demons. He had memorized them when they were chosen to go with them. Um, and also when when they talk to each other, they they you know call each other by name. Yeah. Right? It sounds a lot like like someone who doesn't remember their names. <laughs> like he's making sure. Like, oh no, I know all of their names. That's definitely Graffiacane. I remember. <laughs> so 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 now they're all like chanting for Rubicante mm-hmm. to scratch this guy's skin off. Um, and as the demons are about to tear this guy up, Dante sort of like tugs at Virgil's sleeve because, of course, he wants to know who this guy is. 
And before Virgil can say anything, the guy answers, right? He says he says that he was a servant of good King Tybalt, and he, uh, quote, and he taught me how to steal, which has me now burning in this boiling pitch, mm-hmm. right? So we don't we don't hear much more about King Tybalt. Um, and I don't know, I couldn't find anything more about him, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, but then Chiriato, um, who apparently has tusks like an elephant mm-hmm. or a wild boar, interrupts this guy by goring him with one of his tusks. <laughs> and then uh, Barbaracia, um, he holds him back mm-hmm. and, and he turns to our heroes. Um, Bar- remember, Barbaracia is, is the, the leader of this, of this band, mm-hmm. right? And he holds, he holds uh, Chiriato back and he says, he says to our, our, our boys, he says, uh, we're going to tear this guy apart. You want to ask him anything first? <laughs> and Virgil's like, do you know if there are any other Italians in this pitch? <laughs> And this guy, this sinner, right? He's like, oh, oh, yeah, there, there's tons of us down there, right? There's, there's, there's a chatty friar down there right now who just gossips all day. And Keenan, I have to, I have to keep reminding myself that these people are boiling in pitch, mm-hmm. or in a river of blood, or buried upside down, you know, with their feet on fire, yeah. or, or locked in a burning coffin, because these guys. For as much as Dante likes to paint this landscape as, like of magnificent suffering, these guys are like gossipy employees who suddenly like straight up when the, you know, the boss comes around. Like, what do you think? Yeah, there's the Simpsons where Lisa gets to go to Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. And she's won a contest for a speech and she gets a, a special pass, you know, that it's like, oh, you get to go to uh, secret spots or special spots at the landmarks. Right. And they're at the White House and they walk in on Barbara Bush in the bathtub. <laughs> and she's like, what? Get out of here. And then they say, oh, those damn passes. Well, OK, let me tell you about the architecture in here. <laughs> You just imagine, like you're you're being tortured for all eternity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then, like Virgil comes along with with some other guy and was like, "Hey, this is you know this is educational for for you know my my little tour group right. um, of can one you, can person you tell them? <laughs> of one person." <laughs> Can you tell them? Can you tell them why you're here and why you're suffering for yeah. all eternity? Yeah, I'm like, uh, try to keep the tar out of your uh, mouth for a second. Yes, yeah, for just for just a second. God. Yeah, I know you just got gored through the liver. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice that they let them keep their livers down there. Right? Yeah. Specifically to be gored. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who's the? Is it Prometheus whose liver is eaten by a um, an eagle every day and it grows back? I'm gonna say probably. <laughs> I know the story you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like every day is liver crisp. Yes, back. right. Every day. You think you get used to it, but no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So so and 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 at the same time, we got all of these devils who themselves are like employees at times, yeah. right? It seems like even in hell, we can't get away from bureaucracy <laughs> and also and also shirking responsibilities. But hey, like these devils, if you find a job that you have fun at, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Yeah, these guys. These guys are the only ones. These are these are these are the, these are the, the the employees in Solomon Co. <laughs> who get to have all the fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're the little clique of assistant managers who just love it there. Yes, right. And then we made them make pizzas, <laughs> and they thanked us for it. And we saved twenty dollars <laughs> yes. from buying pizza ingredients instead of having cooked pizzas. <laughs> We also saved money on our lunches because we ate their pizzas. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So 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 this guy who is still being held up by uh, the devils, he offers to whistle 
and call more sinners up to the surface, right? This this mm-hmm. this is like the like the Billy Goat's uh, bluff situation, <laughs> right? Um, in more ways than one, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're gonna see this in a second. So so Kanyato, right? Remember that means like nasty dog or right. bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, smells a rat though. He's like he's like wait a second, this sounds like a trick. And <laughs> the guy admits that yes, he is full of tricks, but he is being honest right now. And Alechino cannot resist the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So so before anyone else speaks, he says bet. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I did that accurately, right? That's what bet means. Who knows? I don't know. We're this. too old to translate that. <laughs> okay, but he's he's like he's like you're like like let's do it, right? right? Let's mm-hmm. let's see let's see where this goes, right? Say less. Um, yeah, yeah. Say less, fam. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so so um so so uh, I, I'm, I'm realizing now that that. I'm at the age where modern English is just as cryptic to me as Dante's early modern English. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe even more so. Like, I understand Dante better than these kids. (laughs) But yeah, that makes me feel really old. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, but yeah. So, so Alicino says, says, uh, you know, let him go and let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Right. And Dante breaks the fourth wall again and addresses the reader, announcing that this was the start of a new game for Mm -hmm. the devils. Right. So, so they let this guy go and they all, (laughs) obediently back away and turn around like they're playing hide and seek right <laughs> and keenan what do you think this guy does what would you do mm-hmm. if these demons suddenly let you go so you could call up your friends to get tortured and they said now don't you go back into that pitch well what i would i would make a beeline from my fence <laughs> 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 if i have like 20 seconds of freedom <laughs> i know how i'm gonna spend it <laughs> No, he's back at the fence. <laughs> we should have every time. <laughs> oh, I love I love that fence. That 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 fence is, is the great fence of hell. It just it's it's all through all of the circles right, and all, all of the Malibu. Right? Up through purgatory. And let me tell you, it brings you to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, but yeah, so 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 this guy, of course, right? He doesn't he doesn't have um uh, the benefit of the fence. Um, but um, of course, he runs straight for the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Intending to dive back in. Absolutely. Yeah. Alecino turns and sees him running and he's like the most mad because he's the one who suggested this. So he flies after him. But the guy dives into the pitch just before Alecino can reach him and the demon has to pull up fast, right? Dante compares him to a hawk that just missed a duck that dove under the water. Um, but now... Calcabrina is pissed at Alecino for letting the guy get away. So he attacks Alecino while they are still flying above the pitch. So they're not using their wings anymore. And so, of course, they both fall into the pitch and they get stuck. Mm-hmm. And Barbarici, he's like, he's like, you idiots. And he orders the other devils to fish them out with their pitchforks. And while all of this is going on, Dante and Virgil just sort of sidestep <laughs> off stage, right? They're like, eh, and then they just like, they exit stage right, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Now, I want to say something. Um, the introduction of these devils is where our divine, our divine comedy starts to really feel like a modern day comedy, mm-hmm. right? Up to this point, we've, we've sort of been like making little extra bits for Dante and Virgil, right, to do that aren't in the text. But we really didn't need to do that with these guys, right? Like, what, what do you make of this slapstick comedy inserted into Dante's divine comedy? Well, it's fun. It is weird, right, thinking about, like, how we think about modern uh, structure. It's weird that it comes so late, right? And yeah. so, like, it'd be great if they were there the whole time, you know, and they, mm-hmm. and they were the whole, time. the whole time. 
Yeah. yeah, and they were and they were, you know, guiding them along or, or like they'd come across them every couple of circles or something like that. But, right, right. Yeah. And as we get like closer to the center of hell, mm-hmm. like maybe some of them break off and yeah. some of them get like maybe maybe some of them like, I don't know, change a little bit. They get a little bit more serious or like it's like, oh, we can't go past this circle because this is where like the suicide forest is. And then suddenly now it's like sad right. or suddenly it's 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 much more terrifying. And like it's it's almost like hell is too intense for these guys. Right. Right. Yeah, but no, it's like like we pass all that stuff. We go past the like the really really heavy circles, and now we're in this kind of <laughs> this this monster mash circle, right? <laughs> you know, and looking at um, Gustave Doré's uh, famous illustrations of it, uh-huh. y- if you were just looking at the pictures, you wouldn't get that this group of devils are funny at all, right? They're they're, right. they're terrified. They look they yeah, folks, do yourself do you know give yourself a treat <laughs> and and Google Gustave Doré. Um, well, what would you do like Malebranche? Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, and they uh, they um you know because they look like little like human sized satans right they're, yeah they're yeah. really a devilish and they have they have tails coming out of the ass and they got mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they got the bat wings and everything and their pitchforks are terrifying so and they got like they got no hair and they're all wrinkly and naked and gross looking yeah right? yeah so like yeah. as you read it though that so i don't know if dore you know who's not working with dante right i mean he's right, right. right? Like, he's like well i don't know i don't i don't really understand why this is funny either right now he's mm-hmm. just gonna make it scary because the rest of it yeah. is scary and terrifying yeah they look terrifying right. they look, look really gross right yeah um, but yeah, apparently they're, they're doing the slapstick comedy, just a bunch of clowns, you know? And yeah, I don't think we talked about, um, this Malebolja, the, what, what these, uh, sinners are in here for specifically. Um, Keenan. Yeah. As uh, soon as uh, the, they're like, Hey, tell them, tell them what you're down here for. And they're like, I'm going to mm-hmm. run away. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm going to get other people up here to get stabbed by devils instead of telling you my sins. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. But it is kind of like thematic to like what happens with the devils and everything. Right. So, so what is going on here? Well, these are corrupt people. So they are politicians who are getting bribes or they're bribing other people. Yes. Um, I've, I've saw it compared to we looked at people who were in here for simony. And so that's right. a different, which is a corruption of the church. So this is corruption of the state, right. essentially. Yeah. Right. And so these guys are basically they're in there for either taking or offering uh, bribes, mm-hmm. which fits perfectly with this this one sinner. They they pull out by his ear mm-hmm. and he essentially tries to bribe these devils. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And he's like, hey, you know, if you let me go, I'll let you, you know, I'll make it I'll make it worth your while. Yeah, I know, you know some guys with some rumps down there. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is a bigger, bigger, juicier rumps than my own. <laughs> Right. And the devils fall for it. Right. right? Um, Because they are also corrupt. Right. They're willing to kind of like shirk their responsibilities and accept a bribe and go in, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll take a little bit of, you know, stuff on the side, a little a little side rump, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't made that connection. Right. Yeah. Right. And they all kind of get what um, what they what they deserve. Yeah, right. You know, they fall into corrupt. The, the devils are corrupt. The, the sinners are corrupt. This whole this whole system's corrupt. Forget it, Jake. It's the eighth circle. <laughs> is it? Wait, is it the ah. uh, final fantasy four? <laughs> <laughs> Forget it, Jake. It's final fantasy four. <laughs> you said the last one was the final fantasy. <laughs> ah, this is yeah yeah just you wait yeah that final fantasy what, what what are we up to now i think they're in, um well they did 13 remake i think jesus they remade 13 recently yeah <laughs> what are they gonna call the final final fantasy <laughs> is it gonna be that is it gonna be final final fantasy yeah that's what i would call it yeah <laughs> finally <laughs> yeah um all right so i did i'm gonna i'm gonna stop emails so i did remember Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 16 is what they're on now. Uh, okay, there we go. All right. It's good that we, yeah. That's that's the emails that we're going to get, right? <laughs> Not that we mixed up any cantos or circles. No. Or you didn't talk about King Tybalt, right? 
<laughs> no, but now, yeah, the Final <laughs> Fantasies are now the same number across the world, the way it always should have been. There we go. Right? <laughs> now, if we can just get the metric system, <laughs> we'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now we're in Canto 23. We're still in the fifth pouch of the eighth <laughs> circle here. Um, Dante and Virgil are walking along. And Dante tells Virgil that he's worried that the Malabranche, right, the devils, mm-hmm. are going to come after them uh, because not only were they insulted, but they were injured, uh-huh. right? And surprisingly, and also alarmingly, uh, Virgil agrees. <laughs> and he suggests that they find a place where the bank is less steep and descend into the next Malabolge, right? And that's that's got to be scary for Dante because, like, usually Virgil is the one who's like, no, 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 relax, Dante, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But here, Dante, like, like, Dante is like, hey, um, like, I'm worried that those guys are going to come after us. And Virgil's like, yeah, we should hide, right? Like, that's scary. You're right. And as soon as he does, as soon as he agrees, they hear the screeching of the demons and the flapping of their great wings. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have freed themselves of the pitch and are now coming after our heroes. So then Virgil picks Dante up. Mm-hmm. And Dante describes this as a mother gathering up her child to escape from danger. <laughs> there we are, folks. Like, we were, we've were, we been joking about this the whole time, but here it is, right? <laughs> Virgil does a running jump and slides down into the next Malibu. Yeah, that's like the Duke boys in uh, Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just, it freezes. <laughs> it looks like our boys are in some kind of trouble. <laughs> what have Dante and Virgil gotten themselves into now? And you see just like frozen in, like you see the, the demons, they're like, ah! <laughs> that's right. Yeah, does this, this running jump and slides down into the next Malabolja, right? Mm-hmm. And because the demons can't go beyond the confines of their own uh, uh, Malabolja, mm-hmm. they're up there now and they're cursing because they've been foiled again. Right, like the, you know, the sheriff just, of Hazard County. He's like, right. ow, Duke boys. <laughs> Shaking their fists and they're like, ah. So that part and, is confusing to no. me because I thought the whole point is that they're going to help them across and that, that they were going to keep going with them. But I guess that they were only going to help them go across this bridge that's been broken. See, it is confusing yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and I was confused. But we're gonna we're gonna find something out about oh, these devils. Oh, I missed that. That is actually that makes it way scarier. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. And this um, uh, bridge that's been out. The bridge. Uh, do we do we know why the bridge is broken yet? We're, I don't think we. We don't know yet. I don't think we know. Okay, yet. great. No. Well, then we're yeah. gonna gonna find out why this bridge is broken. <laughs> why these boys can't cross this bridge? Yep. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so now we are still in Canto 23, still in Circle 8, now in Malibolja 6. 6? Six. 6. We got see, our. See, that's great. Yeah, see, it's, it's, it's perfect, right? <laughs> that's that little bit of dopamine that, that the listeners are like, just do it! Say the thing! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine, like, when we start, you know, doing the uh like if that if that leaks into our movie episodes anytime <laughs> like father Marin says yeah. six right or something like that uh, yeah we should have been doing it the whole the whole time, time. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we got our boys they are walking along and they see rows of people also walking along very slowly mm-hmm. and the dress and manner of these people remind dante of the monks of cologne now has he been to cologne which is in germany i don't how does he know this no yeah this is this is actually yeah how traveled was Dante before he got? I mean, he's very, very traveled after exile. Well, he sort has of. I mean, right, but, but, but again, like they're like, oh, you can't go to Florence, so now you live in wherever he's in Parma or something. Right, right, right. right. And it's like it's like seventy-five kilometers away or something. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. He he hasn't been to Cologne. Right? I don't know. I mean, I imagine, I imagine, you know, this is this is back in the day when a lot of people were not 
at a lot of places. They were they oh, were just yeah. in their own specific you know uh, villages or you know uh, cities or whatever. And but you hear about like all of the other stuff, right? Right. Mm-hmm. They hear about you know the the quote unquote the Far East or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you know the continent, uh, you know the, the the other continent over there, you know something like that, right? Well, I just tried to Google Dante Cologne and I got Dante Cologne and aftershave, which <laughs> is <laughs> a perfume with bergamot and mint with some notes of iris, honeysuckle, patchouli, rose. Oris Cedarwood and Oppenex. Hmm. Maybe that's what he's saying, Keenan. Maybe he's saying that all these people smell really, really nice in this little evil pocket, right? He's like, "Oh no, we're in we're in the sixth Malabolge, But oh, okay. We've damn you all smell sexy. <laughs> We've gone to you know. It's like I, I've just been with you know a bunch of farting demons, you know, and sulfur and yeah, but these guys. masculine comforting musk. Yeah, right. What are they? What, what's the um? What's the 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 catchphrase? Like Calvin Klein? Or, you know what is it? Um, <laughs> um, uh, what's what, what are these guys guilty of? Because then I can do it. It's like Simon. Oh, they're hypocrites. Bye. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Simon so, yeah. Bye. That's great. So so one of them one of them one of them turns and says, "Hypocrisy" by Dante Alighieri. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor's down there because yeah yeah she's in hell. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like these have always brought me luck. <laughs> Don't hate me because I'm a sinner. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already in hell. So, yeah. don't hate me because I've done violence to others, myself, or to God. <laughs> hate me because I smell so decadent. Goddamn good. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So he's so he's comparing these sinners to monks of Cologne, right. um, but these robes seem to be like the finest, most dazzling golden thread, like very beautiful to look at. But, and here, I'm not sure how Dante knows this um, because Virgil doesn't tell him, mm-hmm. but Dante says that the inside of the cloaks are lined with lead. Right. So they're actually very heavy. Um, in fact, Dante compares them to the capes that Frederick II would fashion as punishment for his prisoners, right? These really mm-hmm. heavy cloaks made of lead that uh, traitors would have to wear before being burned alive. Um mm-hmm. And of course, right, you know, he's writing this story. Dante says that those capes are nothing compared to the ones that, that the people in his story are wearing, right? <laughs> this is one of my favorite contrapassos. I think it's really clever and neat. So like, yeah, on the outside, they look also good. Like, so these are, um, you know, hypocrites, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's so great. Like that, that's one where I think that has aged perfectly. Like mm-hmm. it just makes perfect sense that yep. they look beautiful. They look, they look um, holy. And then, and then they are completely leaden. Yes. Right. So it's like, it's even it. the, like the gold and the lead, right? Thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Mwah! That's that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So uh so Dr. Gregor uh Thuswaldner compares this to the passage in Matthew 27, 23, when uh Jesus says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which on the outside look beautiful, but inside are full of the bones of the dead and all mm-hmm. kinds of filth. So yeah, so the sixth bulge is full of hypocrites, beautiful on the outside but on the inside they're weighted down with the sin of hypocrisy mm. yeah. uh is it is it too early to wade into some some new uh theology that's in the news recently oh with uh, the idea of the pharisees we're gonna talk about um caiaphas down here do you want to oh, do you want right. to do it before or after caiaphas well because we're going to uh, talk about caiaphas and dante's anti-semitism here you're you're right let me just remember to keep this this phrase right, okay. scribes and Pharisees. Okay, okay, okay. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. right. 
So once again, Dante is eager to peek at all of these hypocrites and see if he can recognize any of them. Right. Um, and uh, two friars from Bologna, um, these are these are uh, Catalano and Lodaringo, uh, they recognize Dante's Tuscan accent, which apparently he has. I, we've never mentioned it before, but yeah. But of course he has one. Right? Yes. But in, in our version, he sounds like this. <laughs> right. Hey, Dante, I recognize you from your Tuscan accent. Yes. And you recognize us with our Bologna, Bologna, wait, Bolognese, Bolognese accent. accent. Wait, is it Bolognese? Is that the food or is that the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Clearly, we speak a different from you yes. with our Bolognese Oh, accent. of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> I actually did the hand thing. Oh, I, I don't know how to do it without. <laughs> That's what I would do. You have to do it with the hands. That's our punishment is our hands are chained up. <laughs> right. During and the our show, Italian right? accents are yeah. just terrible. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Our Italian terrible accents without the hands. Yeah. Oh, right. But if you, yeah, if I sit in my hands and my Italian accent is like, Oi, crikey, mate. Oh, boy. Wow, that is <laughs> Welcome <different. laughs> down here. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the barbie. Wow, wow. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like night and day, right? It's like, it's like, like, Sicilian versus other Italian, like <laughs> God. But anyway, 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 yeah. So, so, so we got Catalano and Lodoringo, um, mm-hmm. uh, and they recognize his his Tuscan accent, um, which is which is not the accent we've been using for Dante, mm-hmm. just to clarify, or Virgil, right. because Virgil <laughs> does the same thing. Uh, but yeah, so 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 these two friars tell Dante that they have been chosen, or they had been chosen as peace officers of Florence, and mm-hmm. and Catalano makes a joke. He's like, one may still see the peace we kept, which. Like, this is based on true events. Like, these guys failed to keep the peace between uh, the Guelphs and the Ghibellines, right? Uh-huh, uh, right. So remember, those are the, the, the two uh, feuding families, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And now Dante is about to scold them. But before he does, he sees a man who is staked to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, most More specifically, he is crucified on the ground, mm-hmm. being stepped on by the hypocrites with the lead cloaks. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Pharisees, this is Caiaphas. Um, he was the high priest during the years of Jesus's ministry, um, and he famously presided over the Sanhedrin trial of Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. So, so the friars are explaining this to Dante, and they go on to say that uh, the other Pharisees are are also in here somewhere, suffering a similar fate. Like all of them. Like all of he's them. Saying that's okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, and then through these friars, the writer Dante makes this mm-hmm. into a commentary about the Jewish people, which mm-hmm. unfortunately is reminiscent of this time. This is, uh, uh, as, as Dr. Thoswalder puts it, a highly problematic and prevalent notion that mm-hmm. has been at the root of Christian anti-Semitism throughout the ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that, I feel, is an understatement um, by Dr. Thoswalder, right? <laughs> so, so, so thanks, Dante. Hashtag thanks, Dante. Um, <laughs> he's not the first, but he's certainly not helping here by making it part of his story. Right. So yeah. he's reflecting the anti-Semitism of his time. But exactly. His, his story is the most famous story from his time. Yeah, right. So then it just perpetuates that and right. it amplifies it, right? Exactly. Yeah. But just to put a, like, just to make this very clear about what this is, right? Mm-hmm. So this is saying that, like, the the Jews killed Christ. Yeah. Right. right. And it's making that, um, that argument and just accepting it. Like, Dante mm-hmm. doesn't, Dante can't know the difference, right? right. Because he's, his world is like, that, that's just the, that's right. just the extra biblical Christian dogma that yeah. the Jews killed Christ, that right. the Jews were separate and they, that they knew that Christ was Christ and killed him anyways. Right. So this and is, this that, is like the sky is blue up is up and, and right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so that's why I, yeah, I was excited, you know, this, um, so woe to you scribes and Pharisees. Uh-huh. So there have been, um, more recent theologians who were like, well, 
we don't we don't criticize scribes mm. in that we criticize Pharisees mm-hmm. because that is a people that we can persecute. Right. Mm. So the Pharisees now is like this term for um, like the, the priestly caste during the time of Christ. And, right. uh, but that's not what the Pharisees were back then at all. Like right. th- they weren't they weren't just priests and they weren't just um, not all of them. They didn't like all get together and decide to reject Christ together. They uh-huh. were a, a group of people. They were like so it's like condemning again, condemning the entire um, the entire subclass of people, yeah. the sub race of people. Right. Mm. Uh, by the actions of their leaders. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Um, now we're going, we're going like way off topic here. Um, <laughs> okay. Yay. <laughs> um, or maybe we're not, maybe, and, and maybe this, and maybe this needs to be said. Um, I'm not, I, I wasn't prepared, uh, to, uh, I'm not even prepared to say the word prepared. Um, I wasn't prepared to, to go into this, but you, you brought up something that I have been looking into and I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by, um, and I'm going, I'm going off script right now, folks. All right. Um, but so Keenan, we had talked about i don't remember if the, if we kept this in or if we cut this out before but we talked about barabbas mm-hmm. right and like from your memory um who who is barabbas uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to put you on the spot barabbas is the is a wait 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 hold on barabbas no 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 he's not uh, if i am way off base here uh-huh. correct me Wait, Barabbas was uh, put on trial and then and then released, right? Yes, you are correct. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. Oh, thank God. I, I think <laughs> so. What I, are the two? What are the two thieves who were crucified with Christ called? Right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's when we brought this up, right? I think I think yes. I think one of them might have been Barnabas. That's I think that's right. what we okay. were doing. We that's were we were like I'm always confusing. Them, yeah. Right? Okay. So we got Barnabas so, and Barabbas, right? Yeah. So then Barabbas was one, right? And then and then that's the thing. It's like. Um, uh, they go out and they say, "Hey, who do you want? You crowd here, right? right? This who is Pilate talking. Pilate is talking to the yeah. crowd, yeah. And he's saying, who do you want to crucify? Should we? I'm going to let one of them go because that's the Roman thing is to yeah. pardon one of them. It's like some kind of like tradition where like you the um, uh, Rome will release mm-hmm. one prisoner on this day because this is I think this is uh, Passover. Is this? Yeah, it's yeah, right. and so so it's like it's it's the tradition that Rome is going to allow one of uh, mm-hmm. the prisoners to be free, and the choice is between. Jesus mm-hmm. and Barabbas. Right. And the story is framed in such a way to say like, oh, see how evil um, the mob was. They chose this uh, this obviously guilty guy, Barabbas, mm-hmm. to be released rather than release Jesus because they wanted yeah. Jesus. Cru- that's the, that's they how they're the framing choice, it. Right? Yeah. And it's also, again, like, like even if that were true, mm-hmm. even if like the motive behind that were true, uh-huh. that it's saying like this crowd of what? A hundred people. Right. Yeah. Because of their problem, yeah. because of their mistake, means that the entirety of of, uh, of the Jewish culture, right, is uh-huh. evil. Well, not only right. that, yeah, yeah, and that that of course, right, like right, yeah, right, right. like placing this like on on uh, like generations to come, right, right. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, Keenan, think about that for just a second. You are Pontius Pilate. Mm-hmm. You are the ambassador to Rome, mm-hmm. the the. the most powerful kingdom on earth right now, mm-hmm, right? right. The, in, in that sphere, right? Like that, that, mm-hmm. that people know of, right? Right. And you are being bullied mm-hmm. by a mob mm-hmm. and they're saying, we want you to do this, this thing for us. Mm-hmm. We want you to let this guy go and crucify this guy who, whom you know is innocent. Mm-hmm. You are Pontius Pilate. How do you, how does that, that conversation not go, um, how about I release no one and get my soldiers to kill all of you? Uh-huh, right. Right. Like it just seems like, and, and, and 
this is this is where I'm going, folks. Like scholars are, and I might be I might be talking way out of school here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're gonna get to it when we find out Barabbas's full name. Mm-hmm. But so some scholars are arguing. It's like how is that how is that feasible that Pilate is like oh they're saying mean things to me okay okay I'll I'll mm-hmm. you know I'll follow them right. Right, and, and then I will the... release Barabbas instead of instead of Jesus, whom whom I believe to be innocent. Right, right, and so putting the blame. So, so what scholars are saying is because Pontius Pilate is a saint in in some uh, uh, Catholic churches, hmm. and and they're trying to trying to uh, take the blame off of Pontius Pilate, but that blame has to go somewhere. So where does it go? They heap it on the Jews instead of on Rome, who mm-hmm. who like the like if you if you want to really think of, if if Pilate wanted to crucify a guy mm-hmm. or not crucify a guy he could he could probably do it I believe that's historically correct yeah. yes <laughs> but, but so but, but I, I don't know specific I, I, yeah. I believe that's my understanding of it yeah. yes so so what they're what they're suggesting is that when Christianity was picked up by the Romans right Constantine mm-hmm. Emperor Constantine they sort of like changed Pilate's story and made mm-hmm. him into a more likable character and took the blame of Jesus's crucifixion off of him and onto the Jews. But then also look at this, like, like, like in the, in the scriptures, Pilate, Pilate's sin is indifference, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so he, he washes his hands of it, right? He's like, well, I'm going to leave this to somebody else rather than making the judgment myself, even right. though that's my job as the governor right. is to make those judgments, right? Yeah. That I'm going to allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and then the story has become that like, oh, well, you know, we, we're personalizing that. So, so Pilate has a sin. Mm-hmm. He has a problem. He mm-hmm. has a moral failing. And mm-hmm. we just see that as Pilate's problem and mm-hmm. not Rome's problem, mm-hmm. right? Where, where we have, you know, these, um, we, we exploit these failings of these individuals in the Bible, like these Jewish individuals. And oh, then we are yeah. Yeah, already predisposed to not like Jews, right? So then we are saying that that's the Jewish problem and not like the individual failings of uh, Caiaphas, the, the judge, or, right. um, or the Pharisees who were a movement within Judaism. Yeah. And and we say like the Pharisees are all wrong and therefore all the Jewish people are wrong because we all we already wanted to escape to go with the Jews anyways. Right. Oh, that's I didn't even I didn't even think about that level. Yeah. Right. Like like even if we do, oh, uh, you know, uh, give that that sin to Pilate, it's right. him specifically. It's not yes. all of Rome. It's not all of the Romans. Right. It. But but you do the same thing with mm-hmm. the Jewish people. And it was like because there are there are corrupt individuals in of every religion, every uh, uh, um, uh, organization, whatever. Right. So you could have like a like a person in uh, uh, in a in a high position, an official position mm-hmm. who, you know, is like, yeah, a corrupt priest or whatever. Right. A corrupt high priest. But we're saying, no, that's that's all of the Jewish people. Yeah. And not and- doing what we did with Pilate saying, oh, that's just Pilate. Right, and so by the time that the that the Christian churches are are mature enough, and they have you know real spiritual power and real political power, mm-hmm. the Roman Empire doesn't exist anymore. But there are a Jewish people who still exist yes. who are political problems for for the early Christian churches, or like yeah. say the mature Christian churches, right? So right. like like putting that onto Rome, which no longer is a thing, right? right? That doesn't help you at all in your in your political aspirations. Oh, oh, you just you just gave me like a whole another angle to think about this from. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. Huh. Okay, a whole other anger, uh, a whole, a whole another anger. Yeah. <laughs> but now, Keenan. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to go back and I want to look at Barabbas. Right. Okay. So, do you know that we actually know Barabbas's full name? No. It is Jesus Barabbas. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is this actually goes a little bit deeper. I sound like a conspiracy theorist. Oh, this actually goes. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. But, but, so. 
if if this is if like at, from a narrative perspective, this is mm-hmm. actually kind of clever. What they're doing mm-hmm. here is it's like, do you want me to let go Jesus Barabbas or mm-hmm. Jesus of Nazareth? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's you have to choose between these two Jesuses, right? Mm-hmm. But Keenan, Barabbas. If we break it down, right? Because it's actually not Barabbas. That's that's the Anglicanized version of it. Uh-huh. It's Baraba. Bar, Abba. Mm-hmm. So it's Jesus. Like some- the son of uh-huh. the father. Oh, okay. So what they're saying is, do you want us to release Jesus of Nazareth, like Jesus, mm-hmm. like you know, capital J Jesus, right? Uh-huh. You know, or Jesus, the son of the father. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying now, are they talking about the same pe- person? Mm-hmm. Is this like a mistranslation, where the crowd is actually calling out, release, like Jesus, Jesus? Okay. So they're saying, release Jesus Baraba, mm-hmm. Jesus, son of the father. So mm-hmm. they're actually saying the actual Jesus. Like they're, they're saying, release the actual Jesus. And Pilate says no. Or Pilate right. disagrees. Well, that is so new to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have not heard that angle before. And I can't remember where I heard this angle. This might be, mm-hmm. this might be cuckoo crazy banana pants. <laughs> and you can blame, like, like, like don't come after Keenan for this. Like this is this is all Lester and his nutty tinfoil hat, um, you know, thing. But uh-huh. I heard that I was like, oh yeah, Bar Abba, right? Like we joked about the word Abba before, right? right. So, so now this... I am I'm looking at this. Okay, so a minority of scholars, including these people, these people, these people, these people, have contended that Barabbas and Jesus were the same person. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. So it's a minority, but it's it's out there somewhere. So right. You're you're just making it up yourself. Right. But then but like... I, I'm seeing here. The similarities of the name between Jesus Barabbas and Jesus of Nazareth have led some people to, some modern scholars to argue that the counterintuitive similarity of the two men's names is evidence of its historicity. So, mm-hmm. like, if you were if you were making it up, mm-hmm. you wouldn't do this. <laughs> so, if you were making it all up, right? Um, we talked about that, like, the, the idea of how embarrassing it was to have your Savior um, crucified, which was right. a humiliating form of execution. Right. That you wouldn't, that's, that's, some people argue that that's proof that they didn't make it up. That right. it would just be, like, like so shameful. Right. And Truth so is stranger so, than fiction, yeah. Yeah, so here, again, this, like, like if we were right writing this, we wouldn't write two Jesus on the same day being pardoned. Right. Because it's so confusing that that's, that's evidence potentially of that it really happened. Ah, okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so all that to say, folks, um, whether, whether um, intentionally or unintentionally, like we've, we've interpreted that specific uh, part of the Bible as, um, as an excuse to be anti-Semitic. Right. Um, which is horrible. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe if we look at it into it deeper, it could be that the mob was uh, was calling for Jesus to be released, or it could be um, that, uh, or that that it really happened, and that they asked for Barabbas to be free, and it doesn't mean that we should be, you know, be anti-Semitic, right? Exactly, <laughs> right, right? Right. Because again, just like Pilate, like we can we can put the blame on Pilate, so let's put the blame on like an individual rather than an, an entire race of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Um, Trial of Jesus. Okay, yeah. So, and then at the end of this canto, these two friars also tell Virgil and Dante that uh, they can escape this bolgia by climbing over the rocks and rubble of the broken bridge. Um, mm-hmm. That bridge, remember, that Malakoda had said was impassable. Right. So they discover here that the devils had lied to them. And if they had not, like, done that little, you know, running jump slide down into here, um, they would never have known that, right? So and what were the devils trying to get? I don't know. They were they were leading them the wrong way for I don't know. More butt poking? I don't know. 
Yeah, what was what was their game? What was their objective? <laughs> right. Bring that bring that skinny live ass over here. <laughs> <laughs> right. They but just yeah. might like chaos. Yeah. So just just messing with them, right? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so so they discover that um, you know, the devils had lied to them. Um and here, one of the, the friars pipes up and he says that uh, once in Bologna, uh, he mm-hmm. heard that the devil was the father of lies. <laughs> now, before listening to Dr. Thuswaldner's explanation, I thought this was a pretty stupid thing to say. <laughs> and it turns out I was right. Uh-huh. So so Bologna is is like the home of the oldest university in the world, and it's famous for its population of uh, uh, very wise people. Mm-hmm. So Dante's making a joke about like the intellectual elite, right? <laughs> he's, he's basically like, oh, yes, well, uh, when I was in Bologna, the epicenter of all knowledge. I heard one of the learned scholars remark that the devil was a pretty bad fellow, right? <laughs> Frankenstein is the name of the doctor, right? It's it's one of those, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's an obvious truism, like, duh, but it's said with this air of, like, know-it-all superiority. Gotcha. That yeah. makes sense, yeah. Right. So yeah, okay, so now... Canto 24 begins by comparing Virgil and Dante's reaction to this news as to a farmer who comes out one morning to discover his crops covered in frost, only for the frost to melt away with the morning sun. So I imagine it went something like, <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> but okay, but actually, okay, so so, <laughs> Dr. Janelle uh, Aijian explains it a little bit better, right? Uh, this first part of the canto is relatively long, taking a- Relatively. Yeah. <laughs> talking about farmers and crops and sort of reminding us of, of life on earth while we're still in hell, right? Mm-hmm. We've spent such a long time here, uh, we might have forgotten about, uh, you know, that there is anything else. Um, but second, it calls into question just how safe the boys actually are. Virgil has been using this like a uh, fast pass the whole time, right? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Anytime the boys seem to like be in danger, he's been able to like do his whole spiel about how, you know, this journey was ordained by God and blah, blah, right. blah. Right. Mm-hmm. But apparently Malakota and the other devils were able to lie to him and get away with it, which actually brings up the problem of evil, right? Like <laughs> is, is God really all powerful and or all knowing and or all good? Because like, like if these devils were able to trick our heroes in this way. Well, I've always had that question. Like, what do these people in hell care about God? I mean, that, part of the reason they're there is because they've already turned their back on God. Some right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been weird that this flash this badger out. Like, right. God sent us. God sent us. But and he's like, only. Oh, no. If, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but he's only been flashing it at, you know, the demons, like the workers of hell. Right. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. He, he does it to. um uh, 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 King Minos, and mm-hmm. he does it to uh, the fallen angels, and he does mm-hmm. it to you know these devils, and and I don't know, like I imagine maybe maybe they can get punished even more, like if they <laughs> if they disobey, or or maybe that's what that's what Virgil thinks, uh, you know, is is protecting them is like further punishment of these you know these devils these fallen angels, right? But mm-hmm. turns out, come to find, like. He tried this on the devils, and they were like, "Sure, yeah, you know, come follow us. We'll uh, we'll take you the right way." Yeah. <laughs> like fully aware. Out. Yeah, the, uh, the bridge is out. You can't you can't use this bridge. You come along with us. We'll uh, we'll show you we'll show you an, uh, a shortcut. Yeah, <laughs> turned out to be a shortcut into a puddle of pitch. Yeah, but yeah. So um. So yeah. So like, but that that raises the question. Like, like, is God actually protecting them? Right? Because mm-hmm. they they just got duped. Right. And just how safe were they when they were with the devils, right? So so it's this scary thought that maybe they just barely escaped with their lives or their okay. souls, right? Mm-hmm. So like if the devils had, you know, like like they could poke him in the butt, you know? <laughs> Not the butt. 
<laughs> so yeah, so so next they're climbing up this rocky bank, and it's unclear to me, at least, whether Dante and Virgil are just climbing together, or Virgil is helping Dante in some way. One translation <laughs> one translation says he carried he carried me upward toward the summit. Which like, like a baby. Like a baby. <laughs> which would make the next thing that happens unintentionally funny. Mm-hmm. Because like they they reach the summit and Dante's like I'm so pooped I can't go another step, <laughs> and he sits down and he refuses to get up for like a good bit. Well, Virgil has to like urge him on, saying things like No one ever gained fame by staying under a quilt, which I'm gonna take literally. So Dante now has a cord. He's he's got a little quilt with him. He's got a lampshade, right? Yeah, he's got a snuggie on. Yeah. <laughs> But, okay, actually, maybe we're being a little bit hard on Dante, uh, because, again, Dr. Ajian explains this explains it this way, right? Um, she says that they're both climbing out of the pit. This would, this would be the pit of hypocrisy, right? Mm-hmm. And once they get out, Dante wants to rest a little, but Virgil, Virgil tells him that this is not enough to simply not be a hypocrite. You, you have to actively work against it. So Dr. Ajian calls this a negative virtue and it made me think of like the discussion that we're having now about like racism and sexism and homophobia and transphobia and xenophobia and the idea that like by simply stating well i'm not a racist Mm. or i'm not homophobic i don't care if they're yellow brown black blue or purple right right it sort of misses the point (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it, it gives you this false sense of superiority but you also don't have to change, right? Uh, right. It's, it's like saying, well, I'm not a member of the KKK. Okay, great. So shouldn't we be working to dismantle this hateful group? Well, eh, freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, yeah, you know, right? Like it, it, it's that whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like another thing, like the those proclamations, like I'm not this, I'm not that, are always just the first half of the sentence, right? <laughs> and then And then there's a... But uh, right. right, like which negates everything you just said. Like when in conversation, like when in a conversation, have you ever heard someone say, "Well, I'm not a racist," or "I'm not a sexist," or "I'm not a transphobe," and then not immediately follow that up with, "But"? <laughs> so we're back to hypocrisy here, right? Like because that's what this is, right? Like if you're on the bank of a river, and on the other side is the um, state-recognized group that calls themselves the puppy drowners <laughs> and they're holding assembly as they are allowed to do. Right. right? And they're about to drown a bunch of puppies. <laughs> right. As is their want. <laughs> You're not going to say, well, I'm not a puppy drowner, but freedom of assembly, <laughs> freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. Right. So you wouldn't do that. Right. You know, so, so here in this canto, Virgil is saying, no, you can't just not be a thing. Right. You got to actively work against it. You have to climb a little bit more out of this hole, Dante. Right. You can't you you have to be anti-racist, anti-homophobic, anti-hypocrisy. Right. In this case. Well, I've done my part. I've bought Ibram X. Kendi's book, How to Be an Uh Anti-Racist. Aha. Have I read it? No, I haven't read it yet. (laughs) (laughs) But I bought it in a little store in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. There you go. And the guy behind the counter was like, great choice. And I went, oh, great. You felt (laughs) so good. so good. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's still um, on the little bookshelf, not even bookshelf, it's on my little shoe cabinet right at the front Uh door still Uh for three years or whatever long I've had it. And it's the first thing you see when you go in my house. Oh, okay. So so you've you've even displayed it. So yeah, that people yeah. when they walk into your house like, oh, oh, anti-racist. Oh, oh, he's, learning, he's learned how to be an anti-racist. That's right. I wow. purchased something. Yes. <laughs> I bought something with money. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and then uh, we were interviewing someone for um, a job here at the university. Uh-huh. 
And the question is like, oh, you know, how do you promote diversity, inclusion, mm-hmm. equity, justice, et cetera, mm-hmm. as a professor? And they're like, oh, well, I've taken a lot of what I've uh, put into my practice as a teacher from Ibram X. Kendi's uh, How to Be an Anti-Racist. I'm like, oh, oh. I have that book. Oh. <laughs> I own that book. <laughs> you have to, any, anybody who has that book has to, has to raise their hands. Like, I have that book. Also. I have it. I have it. I look forward to reading it. <laughs> yes. I got it on Audible. Still, it's at 0% still. But, uh, yeah. Right. On my Kindle, but <laughs> but yeah. So so yeah. So that's 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 what um, Doctor Ijan is saying that Virgil is saying to Dante that you have mm-hmm. to you have to work to you have to work against these uh, these these forces of evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and actually has like if if you go by that interpretation, actually has Dante coming out of this a little bit more changed, a little bit mm. more noble, right? He begin, he begins to climb again. And even though he is out of breath, he continues to talk with Virgil as they climb to show that, mm. yes, he can do this. And so here, according to Dr. Ajan, mm-hmm. we have Dante actually starting to change. Does he start to carry Virgil himself, you know, to repay what Virgil has done for him? We have so many more cantos. <laughs> Anything is possible in hell, Ken. <laughs> If you just believe it. Yeah. Just give him, just give him, just give him this little victory. Okay. <laughs> He's no longer being carried by Virgil. <laughs> and, and it's actually Dante who descends into the seventh Malibolge of the eighth circle. This is, mm-hmm. this is the pit of thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, he sees a bunch of naked souls being bitten by snakes. <laughs> um, one snake jumps at this guy's neck right. and, and bites him and he bursts into flames <laughs> and he turns to ash and then pops back up again. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Dante asks him who he is, which I just imagine, you know, the, the visual of this. They haven't spoken a word. This guy's just been bitten on the neck. He bursts into flames, writhing in agony until he is ash. And then, right. so what's your name? <laughs> I'm Dante, Dante Alighieri, right? You may have heard of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dante. I stole all your books. <laughs> <laughs> I've read your, inf- actually, I haven't read it. I've ordered it. <laughs> It's on my mantle. It's the first thing that people see when they... Oh, Dante's Inferno. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. But yeah, so um, so it turns out that this guy is... Uh, uh, his name is Vanifucci. Mm-hmm. Um, and he apparently robbed a church of its uh, sacred ornaments, and that's why he is down here. Like Jean Valjean? Yeah, I guess, right? But not... <laughs> like, he, he stole a loaf of bread to, to feed his starving family. No, 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 no. But after he gets out, he goes uh-huh. to a church, and the priest puts him up, uh-huh. and he steals the sacred plates, and then he's he gets caught. Okay, well, I'm guessing and also then... to feed his starving family. No, they're all dead. Oh. <laughs> no, this is this is really beautiful actually, if you don't okay. remember this part. So then he gets caught, right? And this priest who um who like put him up and was like, Oh, you know, I know you're a convict, but I'm gonna put you up anyways, that's the really that's the Christian thing to do, uh-huh. right? So then um uh John Valjean is caught and and trying to steal the stuff mm-hmm. and they call the priest out there and, and and the priest is like, Oh, my dear poor man, no, 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 you've forgotten these candlesticks I was going to give you as well. It is the sacred plate. So oh. he Yeah, he turns it into this thing where he's like, No, 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 you of course you could have these and I'm gonna give you more. Right. And then Jean Valjean becomes a um a, a Christian man. Oh, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. See folks, there you go. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Oh, I've, I, yeah, I have, I have Les Yeah, Yes, yes. <laughs> I have the CD. I just, I, oh no, my CD player, there, it doesn't work anymore because it's so old. Sure, I know Les Mis- uh, Master of the House, uh, 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 look down, um, wh- one, one day more. Yeah, I know, I know. It was, yeah, French Revolution. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. 
Sounds like you're just reading the back of the CD case, but that's fine. Phantom of the Opera comes in there somewhere. <laughs> it's Paris, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Paris. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, it's Paris. Uh, uh, something city, and the city don't know what the city is getting. <laughs> they play a chess match. <laughs> One night in Paris is the time to revolt. Yep. Mm-hmm, We're mm-hmm. going to get our rights for every man. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> conspicuously stops at man. <laughs> and everyone in the cast looks at you, daring you. <laughs> right. Every man. <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah, so, so this guy, we're, <laughs> we're talking about this guy, not Jean Valjean. We're talking what about, we, who, um, who are we talking about? <laughs> um, Oh, Vanny uh, Fucci, who blew, yeah. blew up and he came back. Yeah, yeah, blew up and he came back. Um, but stole, he stole things from the church. Right, right yeah. right. Like Jean Valjean, do you like, know that? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but okay, okay. So so Dr. Aijan points out a lot of um, Genesis 3 imagery here. We're talking okay. about Vanny Fucci, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so these souls in this Malay Bolje are, they're naked mm-hmm. and they are tortured by snakes mm-hmm. and they're looking to hide themselves or make themselves invisible, right? Uh-huh. And it's here that we also get this like dark mirror of the resurrection because we get a snake that bites you, you burst into flames, you fall to the ground as ash, mm-hmm. only to be resurrected so you can do it all over again, right? Mm-hmm. And we compare this to the belief that, you know, it's like ashes to ashes, dust to dust, with the hope that we can break this cycle, right? But down here, there is no end to that cycle. There's there's right. never a rise from the ashes like a phoenix, like Christ. It's just, you know, uh, snake bite, flames, ashes, rinse and repeat, right? Burn, burn into flames and to repeat. <laughs> yeah, right. And sometimes there's a, there's a little reporter down there asking you your name. Right. <laughs> What's yeah. your deal? Yeah. Why are you here, right? And you have to, you have to, like, you have to do it between several, like, rotations. It's like, well, I've been here for a really long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and that right there, folks, is the main tragedy of Dante's Hell. We touched about, uh, 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 we touched upon this in previous episodes, but it's really made clear here. Nobody learns. Mm-hmm. Nobody changes in Hell. Their initial character is retained, even as they are punished. And Dante, kind of like Scrooge in his story, is at the center, and he is the one character who has the ability to change. Even Virgil, like Marley, is is never going to you know get out of limbo, right? But Dante has a chance, mm-hmm. right? And on that hopeful note, I think this is a good place to end. We only have 10. 10? 10 more cantos before we are finished with Dante's Inferno. Keenan, for this episode, is there anything that we missed? I think so. Why is the bridge broken? <laughs> so I don't know if we ever find that out. No, I think we do. I think oh. we do find that out. Okay. But I don't know where or whether it's just in the research. God, does it, yeah, does it say it in the, in the piece itself? Oh, shit. Okay. Did did it already happen in here? I don't know. <laughs> so just want to point this out then. I can't okay. remember if it's, in, if it's in the piece or if it's in the research, right? Okay. But the bridge is broken uh-huh. because of the earthquake that happened when Christ died. Right. Correct. Yes. 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 I Yeah. I remember I remember hearing about that. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Correct. Is that in the poem or not? But, it, but that is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bridge is broken in that earthquake. So like this passage that that is a problem for Dante and Virgil is a, a side effect of the crucifixion. And it's right. still and, you know, down there in hell, they don't they don't fix things. Right. Yeah. There's potholes. They leave the potholes there. There's uh-huh. Broken, broken windows everywhere. Well, every pothole is is another Malabolja. It's just like, <laughs> oh, well, there we go. 
Right. Right. So they haven't fixed this for 1300 years, this yeah. earthquake that uh, that broke this bridge. Right. Right. This is I mean, and, and they made reference to like gates being broken or, or mm-hmm. uh, gates being, um, you know, uh, 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 rock slides, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we when, when we met our cowboy. Right. right. Um, and that was caused also by by um, either either by the crucifixion itself mm-hmm. or the harrowing of hell also. Right. Uh-huh. And they talked about like, you know. Christ was able to uh, get through the initial gates, right? The mm-hmm. abandon all hope gates. And he was also able to get through um, the city of Dis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so this is, this is also a, a byproduct of uh, the crucifixion is this bridge being broken. Right. Right. Nobody cares down here in hell. No. Nobody no. fixes anything. No one wants to be better. Yep. Everybody, everybody just wants to uh, go on Instagramming and- uh, <laughs> Little Nas Xing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we got. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. But Keenan, is there anything else we've missed? No, I think that's it now. I think that's it. Okay. So folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You can reach me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark. And I've been Keenan Diaz. You can find me on Letterboxd or Instagram as Howdy Keenan. Yeah. We got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join and we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much to everyone who has shared the show by word of mouth or on social media. And a big thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. We really appreciate it. That's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like you. Okay, Keenan. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Folks, until next time, the, the power, power of Lil Nas, Nas X compels you. You don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm going to take my yeah. horse to the old town road. You know that song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Oh, that is? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to have to, yeah. Take Dante to the old town road. Mm-hmm. The Malibu. <laughs> Look him up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your, your students from uh, three years ago. Uh, really <laughs> there's a, there's a, um, we talked about the uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a valley for like, if you are extremely out of touch, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny and quaint. Right. If you're just a little bit out of touch, like if you're <laughs> if you're talking about things that are like last year, right? Like the closer you are to the current trend, <laughs> the more painful it is. So something that was like hot last week right. would be like the most cringy thing. If you ask your students what TikTok is, yeah. they would be like, oh, Mr. Lester, that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of sweet and endearing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if, if I'm using ask... a meme from three months ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. If I did like a skibbity toilet thing or something like that, <laughs> right? they'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you just found that out. That's so lame. Right, right. <laughs> and I'd be like, would you say that it's mid? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, can I leave? And I'm like, yes, go. Right. Get out of here. Yeah. If you were calling things off the chain, they'd be like, oh, Mr. Lester, that's funny. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Say radical or tubular or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>